Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Welcome everyone to our fourth Outback Way podcast. And I'm sure our last guest, Adventure Mama, Kate Richards, gave you some insights for travelling with kids on the Outback Way. Please like us and leave your reviews for our podcast. That's very helpful in regards to increasing our ratings and getting some more coverage. So your feedback is greatly appreciated. Today I'm honoured to be joined by Gavin Bassett, the Mayor of Winton, the dynamic outback Queensland town, hosting extraordinary events and home to iconic Australian attractions. Welcome, Gavin. Great to have you on our show. G'day, Helen. How are you today? Well, thanks, Gavin. Great. So good you could join us. So yeah, what's no worries. Like? Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Pleasure. So what's it like being uh, Mayor of Winton? Oh, it's a very daunting job. Um... I'd only been a councillor for 18 months before Butchie sadly passed away and um, then I decided to put my hat in the ring and ended up um, getting the job and yeah, it's been a baptism of fire since then with the going through the rebuilding of the Washington Matilda Centre and then also the um, Way Out West Fest, the celebration for the opening of it. That was a, a massive task organised, I've been a part of that organising that and um, geothermal, like we're in the process of building a geothermal plant so, and then just your normal ongoing runnings of um, the council so it's um, yeah, it's, it's a very daunting job but um, slowly getting the hang of it. It's certainly an active town isn't it? It's, uh, it's considering that Winton is almost two days drive from Brisbane. Now what makes it so groovy? It just keeps on delivering and it's just, it's just it's, it's a really dynamic busy place. And uh, and so what makes it? What, what is it? What is it about it? What what caused you to be there? Like what what attracted you to Winton and and what makes it so groovy? Well, I first moved here in '87. I used to drive trucks from Toowoomba to Darwin. Got offered a job here with um, the late Woody Grant driving cattle trucks, and I thought I'll try that for a couple of years, and then end up getting bitten by the Winton bug and hooked up with a local girl and got married, and um, yeah, that was 31 years ago now, and yeah, I just love it out here. It's a you get that outback sort of experience every day and um, just the people are so friendly and there's a lot of hard-working people here. I think that's why we have a lot of these festivals and it's successful, very successful in the tourism industry. Um, just people are passionate about that. And like the first meeting was held here in 1967, for the, which is now the WBCA, Witten Business and Tourism Association. And that was the same year that the Australian Tourism Association first started up. So, yeah, so wow. Were, so great visionaries back those days with the late Vince Absolutely. Evert and Peter Evert yeah. and um, Charlie Fallot and a couple of others. And, and it was probably eight years, I think, they were telling me, until any other area in the Central West decided to try to push tourism. So we had some great forefathers who had visions of tourism and that's probably how it got rolling. And then the Outback Festival started in the early 70s and... Um, yeah, and we, I sort of think we're the festival capital of the outback now. We, we sort of try and have yeah. four festivals a year, and, um, but it's just the hard work of people of Winton, and, and actually, and we sort of don't mind a bit of a party here. Any, any excuse for a street party, and we'll be in it. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think also, some, you know, when you are, uh, reasonably remote, um, given, you know, the distances, I, I think, uh, there's always, there's always more, uh, energy for, you know, well, let's bring some people to town and fire this place up again. Because it's now been a bit quiet for a few months. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's great. 
And so what other attractions has Witten got and how does it interrelate with the Outback Way? You're the start of the Outback Way and uh, um, in the Queensland, on the Queensland side. And and, uh, and just, uh, just how do you um, think the Outback Way can contribute and assist with, with the, all the developments happening in tourism and even just the town itself, or just the economic development of the town? Yeah, no, well, it's great being at the start of the Outback Way. Um, there's plenty of the ways sort of all around the country and that, but um, you sort of, when you're at the start, it makes you a bit of an iconic part of the um, highway. And, like, we've got some great attractions here. We're probably best known for Walsing Matilda, so I think we're the only, we were well, we in the first half, I'm not sure now, the only place in Australia that had a building celebrating a national song, and it's sort of, Australia's unofficial anthem and it's great to have that up and running again. Uh, dinosaurs has really become a big part of Winton over the last 10 years. David and Judy Elliott have done a fantastic job with Australian Age of Dinosaurs. They've, um, and they've incorporated Lark Quarry or, um, the Dinosaur Stampede into that now, which is fantastic because they both interlink together. The dinosaurs that they have up on the hill and all their fossils and that are part of what happened out at Lark Quarry, so, and they've been great for Winton over the last three years without the Welcome Matilda Centre, just keeping the tourists coming, staying in town, spending in the businesses, which is what it's all about. It's, um, yeah, it it's really, it really has, uh, it really has ensured that there hasn't been a blip in the tourism market in, in Winton, hasn't it? Because you've just got that excellent world class age dinosaurs attraction and, and there's so much going on there with, with the bigger dinosaur and people can really engage because they spend time there but also because we just come for, for a fleeting visit. But it's just a really great uh, diversity. And plus then you've got La Quarry out there, which just complements it beautifully. And the whole dinosaur trip for families is, is uh, such a time of priority for, for, uh, for younger children. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really great asset to have, um, in, you know, while you've been rebuilding the Walton Disorder Centre. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, we've, um, we've just finished... Uh, Butchman Road up to Stranage Dinosaurs, which makes it all weatherly. Had a bit of trouble there a couple of winters ago when they were pretty well closed for two weeks in their peak season. So that's, that's been complete. It's right to their car park now at Butchman. And, um, yeah, like, so they, and they've got a couple more stages. So it'll be world renowned by the time David finishes with his grand plan. And that's just fantastic for town. But it was great just for them. They could get the people here. We had other attractions like the musical fans, the um, truck yeah. museum, Arno's Wall. There's um, there's a lot of history in town that if people take the chance to pull up for a couple of days, they can experience this sort of stuff. And even just the landscapes, you can take out 20 kilometres in each direction, and the terrain changes. And that's why I think the film industry has been interested in this town for a good 10 years or more, because you can get such a diversity in the area, or from escarpments. Um, the hills, the just flat down country with no trees, and um, that's that's one of the uniquenesses of Winton. But that um, the Outback Way, it'll be it'll be fantastic when that is is finished, um, and then like they've got the money to do the road from Newington to the Lind. So by the time the Outback yeah. Way is finished, that'll be a bitumen road from Cairns to Perth, and we'll be we'll be on that road, which will just open up not only tourism but transport as well, and It'll be great to be on that road. People can go direct from Perth, straight through the middle to, and it, you've had to go all the way around the top or the bottom before that, so uh, it'll be just, um, phenomenal, I think, the amount of traffic that'll use that, and 
hopefully Vinton will be right in the guts of it and um, get the benefits for many years to come. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, after we've, we've got 395 million dealing the roads now, and after that, thing, there'll only be 900 kilometres to seal, which is not very much considering it's, uh, it's, it's at least 4,000, 5,600 from Perth to Cairns. So we're, we're yeah. well and truly, uh, we're, we're well and truly on our way to having that east-west connect for Australia, which is, which is fantastic. So, and for oh, all no, the towns was... along it and all the communities, it's just really going to be a huge economic benefit. And I guess with that comes the, the value of having existing, existing facilities in town and we can't, we can't forget to mention the wonderful pubs of Winton and, uh, and we've, um, and, and does the North Gregory still do its chicken races in the afternoon? No, no, they don't. They've uh, uh, got a different publican in there now, so they don't do chicken races. But no, uh, we're pretty lucky. Like we've got um, three great pubs. The Australian actually will be opening back up again shortly. They've just done a lot of work in there. And every pub has great meals and um, good publicans and nice cold beer, and, and they're all uniquely different. Each one's got their own little bit of history. And um, now we we pride ourselves on being a pretty friendly town and. Um, Anywhere you go down the street, you can have your arm or someone, and at the moment, even the flies are very friendly, which some people aren't too keen on. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that's, that's they're seasonal. They'll come and go, won't they? When it gets too cold, well, that, they'll disappear. <laughs> and that's what you get with um, all that rain we had. You, you can't get these good seasons without having some negatives, and um, the flies and the stink beetles are part of it, but we'll, we'll put up with that to get some, um, some great rain around here. Absolutely, yeah, sure. Hey, and uh, um. Gavin, can you give us a, describe the new Walton Matilda Centre for us? Because we've seen pictures, but we haven't seen a lot inside. What's sort of, uh, what's being, um, highlighted in the Walton Matilda Centre and, uh, what, what can people expect to see when they, when they get there? Um, well, we've got the main exhibition area, which is a, a large room, sort of, um, it's a big, sort of, oval, kidney shaped sort of building area in there, and it's got all different sections from, um, your Walton Matilda to your, um, your landscape to your film industry to your opal shearing um, really all great the whole area yep. is just excellent that sounds, sounds beautiful yeah and it all leads in sort of with the songness of the different parts of when you listen to what they call they're in that song and every area has got something probably apart from the film side I suppose every other area has got a link to the song and um, you wear like they're earphones, but they're phone conductors. You just put them in front of your ear. And as you're going around, um, locals are telling us in yarns. Like I went around and interviewed a lot of people, so you're hearing all these different stories. And when you go from different areas, it changes to that area and ripping yarns about that. And But in the middle, we have this, we have the billabong, which is a structure made up of, I think, well over 2,000 silicon tubes. That's about 4 metres tall. And um, you can walk inside and outside that, and it has five different films that um, show on it every say five minutes, and it's uh, it, it's a bit hard to describe it how how unreal it looks. You, yeah, you just can't oh, put it in wow. the words. You've actually got to see it to believe it. Then there's the art gallery, um, and then out the back we've still got the original um, museum with the Whitney Historical Society has maintained, and it, it was one of the attractions that didn't get burnt in the fire so it was there for people to visit over the last five years and, and the historical society have done a great job to, to keep that going and have an input into the um, new museum oh that's, that sounds so good and, 
And it looks, it looks sensational. What a great job. And it, so, it so ties in so nicely with the architecture of the age of dinosaurs. So, which is, which yeah. is fantastic. And, uh, it looks, uh, it just settles into the landscape and, and the surrounds so nicely. It's good. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, wonderful. It's a very unique building compared to, um, the old building which it had about probably five or six add-on sons to it over the years. So, um, one thing that came out of the fire was we got to, to do it properly and we sort of, you learn all those lessons over the 18 years of what you did need and what you didn't need and hopefully, um, this time we've, um, done something that'll, that'll please everybody and there, at the moment there is a little temporary exhibition room in there and it's got the World War One exhibition that was in there when, um, it burnt so what's that safe from that and so it's great that they could put that back in there because we've only been in there for, um, a couple of months. Oh wow! Oh, that's 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 fairly monumental, isn't it? Really, that's, um, it is, that's yeah, very yeah. meaningful. Yeah, particularly at this time of year too. Ah, uh, no, that's uh, that's excellent. And thank you, thank you for sharing all that. It's, uh, I can't wait to get out there and have a look. It'll be it'll be great to, to see the the new uh, the new centre. It's going to be uh, yeah, no, sure, uh, an attraction for many years to come. It'll be good to go. And so, uh, what's the best way for uh, people to connect with Winton on uh, when they're wanting to plan their visits or come and visit you? What's uh, what, what do you recommend people do in uh, just starting to work out what they're going to do when they get there? Uh, well, there's the Spirit Winton website. It's our main tourism, but there is. But if you go into the Winton site council website, there'll be links, and then there's the Washington Matilda. Uh, and our website, so they all sort of link up. And um, we're in the process of upgrading the Shire Council's website and the Experience Winton website, but the, um, the tech guys have been kept pretty busy with the Wasserman Silver Centre and just what's been going on over the last couple of months. So that'll all calm down now and we can get back to normal transmission, hopefully. And, um, so, yeah, the Experience Winton is the best website to go to for... If you're going to come to Winton for attractions and um, tours and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, terrific. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks, Gavin, so much for joining us, and uh, we'll um, we'll look forward to catching up again another time. You know, in a, maybe in a few in a few months or next year sometime on our podcast just to see what an update is. And uh, but thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll uh, have a uh, excellent week. And I really hope all the festivals coming up go very well for Winton and. Uh, Things just keep on going from street to street. Yeah, no, thanks very much for um, giving me the chance to have a say, Helen. Um, everybody out there, don't forget to put Winton on your bucket list. We we love seeing visitors in town, and it's a great time of year coming up to to visit Winton. The, the weather's starting to cool down, and the the sunsets are fantastic. So um, yeah, don't be afraid to call in. I'm, I'm with the news agency someday, so just call in and um, say good day. Fantastic. Thanks, Gavin. Cheers. Thank you. See ya. The Outback Way events calendar. Well, that was great to have a good chat with Gavin Buskett from Winton. And now I'd like to just cover the coming up uh, events for uh, the end of May and June and into July. So... Along the Outback Way in May, uh, there is the Winton Digger Dinosaur Experience. I think you need to, you do need to book for that, but Judy Elliott at the Age of Dinosaurs can help if you give her a call at 4657-2612. And that goes all the way through to, uh, middle of June. Uh, out at Alice Springs, there's a Pat Pink Desert Race, 
and that's on from the 8th to the 11th of June. Uh, just Google think, F-I-N-K-E, desertrace.com.au and you will find all the details about that. That is an extraordinary uh, race out in the desert for bikes and uh, uh, motorbikes and also cyclists and, and anyone really and it seems to be, it just grows and grows and it's an excellent uh, experience to go and camp and watch the people uh, fly past on their, on their dirt bikes. Then, of course, there's the Winton Vision Splendid Outback Film Festival, which can't be missed. It's the 29th of June to the 7th of July, and you can go to Vision Splendid Film Festival. In a couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Mark Melrose, the organiser of, of this event, uh, and he'll be able to give us far more details about that event, and I'm looking forward to hearing uh, the stories. This year's theme is Wide Open Road, which is, of course, pretty relevant for the Outback Way. Uh, we're looking forward to sponsoring that event and, uh, and being involved. Alice Springs has a beanie festival, a really unique event from the 29th of June to the 2nd of July. So have a look at beaniefest.org and I'll also be speaking to Joe Nixon, the organiser of that festival, shortly in the next coming, in the coming weeks. So you'll also be able to have more information about that. The Winton Opal Festival, uh, moves into early July and, uh, and so does the Alice Springs show. Um, I will be speaking with um, Alison from the Opal Festival also, and so you'll be hearing more about that particular event at Winton. So looking forward to keeping you up to date with what's going on on the Outback Way, and as as through every podcast, we will give you an update and ensure that you're aware of what's happening on the road in the coming months. And on that note, I just have one last thank you, and that is to Ellen Ronald's team for doing the editing for our shows. And uh, without her, we wouldn't be able to put this live. So I do really appreciate Ellen's help with, uh, with the, all this work. And uh, but look, looking forward to talking with you next time. And uh, our next guest, which will be Damien Ryan, Mayor of Alice Springs. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Outback Way podcast. Our notes and links will be on our website, outbackway.org.au. You can subscribe to our newsletter, buy our guidebook and download the app if you haven't already. Please join us on Facebook, Outback Way, Australia's Longest Shortcut, and on Twitter at Outback Way 1. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.